Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truths to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Have you ever considered the miracle that the message of Jesus has survived for all these years? Just think about that little ragtag group of believers who were left to share the message of salvation in Jesus. Humanly speaking, it might seem like there was not much chance it would survive. Right away, the early believers faced opposition and outright persecution. The message was misunderstood by some and exploited by others. And yet, the truth of Jesus and the message of salvation has not only survived, it has endured and even flourished for over 2,000 years. Today, we'll take a look at a passage from 1 Corinthians that will give some insight into how this happened. The church, planted by Paul in Corinth, was struggling as they faced stiff opposition from their culture, and the believers were beginning to divide over issues like sexual immorality and corruption. Let's take a look at what Paul had to say to the Corinthian believers from 1 Corinthians 2, verses 1-5. through When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. For I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. I came to you in weakness, timid, and trembling, and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God. Paul is addressing a group of struggling believers, and he's going back not only to the basics of his original message, but also giving them a sort of behind-the-scenes look at his teaching method. We know from other New Testament passages that Paul was definitely able to make an exceptional apologetic presentation of the gospel. And yet, he says to this group of believers, I intentionally kept the message simple, just using plain words and making sure the message was all about Jesus, the one who was crucified. Isn't that encouraging? The simple message of Jesus was powerful then, and it has continued to prove itself powerful for all these years since, right up to today. If that was not true, the church and its message of salvation would have died a long time ago. We also find that Paul was quick to admit that he didn't feel adequate for the task of sharing this message. This is not the only passage where we find Paul honestly confessing his weaknesses and fears. While we might admire Paul for being humble enough to admit this, I think there's something else we can learn here. Perhaps the bigger lesson is that it is essential to recognize that the power of the message does not depend on the messenger. Isn't that good news? This was true for Paul, and it's still true today. If the power depended on the messenger, the gospel could not have endured and the church would have faded away years ago. Paul made it clear that he wasn't depending on his own ability or a well-rehearsed argument, but in verse 4 he revealed where he did place his trust. He says, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. Only, only on the power of the Holy Spirit. While we would probably all agree with this in theory, it's terribly easy to actually practice something else. 
For example, we've probably all found ourselves at some point thinking along these lines. If I could just find a better way to rebut that argument. If I just had a better book to read on that topic. If I just had a better study Bible. If I just had a better... You get the idea. It's very easy to start relying on the power of a book, an argument, a teacher, a worship style, a program, or a technique, instead of the power of the Holy Spirit. While it's fine to get help from good books, teachers, techniques, and programs, this is not where we'll find the power, the true spiritual power that lasts for centuries. If the power were in the technique, the message of Jesus and his body of believers would have passed off the scene years ago. What follows in verse 5 is a powerful yet beautifully simple statement. Paul says, I presented the gospel this way so you would trust in the power of God alone. He kept the message Christocentric. He presented a simple message with fear and trembling, depending only on the Holy Spirit because he wanted the Corinthians to know that God is sufficient. So they would trust in the power of God alone and not in human wisdom. What an important lesson that is still true all these years later. If the power were in anything other than God alone, the message would not have survived. May these verses serve as a loud and clear call for us today to rely only on God's power. God continues to be sufficient for the task today, just as he was on the first day that little ragtag group of believers began to share the truth about their Savior. Remember, the fact that the church is still alive today is proof that Paul's method still works. Let's practice complete reliance on the power of the Holy Spirit and then watch to see what God will do. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your amazing power to take a simple message and use it to transform lives. Thank you that you can always be trusted. Help us to rely fully on you, no matter what. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, we can rely on God's power.